0: Hello everyone. Today I have the pleasure of having Lauren Salon here today. And she is a PR expert. And PR is such a powerful way to get your message across with credibility, but something hard to do yourself. So I'm really looking forward to this conversation. Lauren, welcome to the program.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah, and to share some some knowledge. Because as you said, PR is very important. And a lot of people just really don't know where to start or really what it means, you know?
0: you got to know the lay of the land because oftentimes, you know, everyone thinks they have the most beautiful baby, but nobody cares Uh about your baby. And you have to make your baby relevant to not only the institution, but their audience.
1: Oh my gosh, exactly. I love love that you said it that way. But but yeah, one of... One of my roles, so I run a PR agency and I have a program where um, I teach entrepreneurs how to do their own PR and they get some agency experience with that as well. And I always tell people that one of my jobs as an agency owner and when I'm working with clients is to be able to package up their vision and their message in a way that is going to land and connect with the people that they want to work with and the people that they want to connect with, you know? So it's about packaging up that, that message or like making that baby cute for everybody is how to do it
0: give me an example of one of your clients and you can name them or not, what they had, what they thought they had and how you got them to clarify their messaging and present it. And when you give us a couple of examples of a couple of placements you guys did so we get a chance that, oh, for person A, we did this and person B, we tweaked it a little bit and that would be really uh, instructional for my listeners.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I think one of the things in general that um, one of the big insights or lessons or takeaways I hope that everyone gets from this is when it comes to PR, it's not about like, yes, it's about you and getting more visibility and and looking more impressive and increasing your credibility and everything like that. And <clears throat> at the same time, it's, not about you. It's not about coming out and saying like, oh, this is how fa- amazing I am. These these are all the accolades and like the awards and accomplishments that I've won and all this kind of stuff. So Lauren,
0: I think you're mistaken. Uh, when I yeah. go and date, I talk about myself for the entire day and no one ever calls <laughs> me back for a second date. So it's just like that, right? If you went on a date yeah. with someone and they said, look at me, look how fantastic I am, would yes. not work.
1: Yes. So, so yes, it's for you because you want this exposure and it's going to elevate your reputation and visibility and all of that. But what you have to always keep in mind with PR is that you're trying to create a win or add massive value to whoever is listening to what you're saying, whoever's reading the article.
0: You need to be relevant.
1: mm -hmm. And so that's one of the biggest shifts that we um, work on with people is like, okay, this is all super amazing. But the way that it's listed out right now, it just makes you sound really cool, which is great. But we want to make sure like, what's in it for the people who are reading this? Why should somebody care about this for them, not just be so, like excited for you? So,
0: so give us a real world example yes. of, of that, the before and after.
1: Yeah. So, you know, like we have a client right now who helped to, f- to build a few eight figure businesses on wall street, like very successful wall street career left his career on wall street with substantial salary, all this kind of stuff, like very, you know, all the uh, and very impressive things to become a life coach during right. 2020. So left a high paying, substantial job this year to help people live more fully and more fulfilled and just help people really, live out their passions and their purpose in life. And, and his business is booming and growing very, very fast. And while his story in itself is impressive and exciting, you have to then take it a step further and go, okay, so now why would somebody look at your story and say, Oh, this is what I can take from that. And so instead of just saying, Oh, you know, um, help to build Several eight figure businesses on Wall Street, and now is a, a thriving life coach for entrepreneurs or whatever the case. Instead of just saying that, when we're pitching or sharing that story, it's like, okay, so, but now what? So that means that you don't have to stay stuck in a job that you've been at for a while that, you know, is, is all that you know because it pays really well, right? Because you've been there for several years. If you're feeling pulled to do something else, you can absolutely achieve just as much success doing something that really lights you up rather than staying stuck in something just because it's safe and just because it pays the bills. And yes, you can even do that during a global pandemic, you know, during massive lockdown and all this stuff. And so instead of just saying, oh, hi, look what I did, you know, it's like, oh yeah, look what I did. But, but this is possible for you also. So, it's taking it that step further and making sure you really outline what's what's in it for people reading this. Like, why does this matter to them? And so for this client, I mean, we just had a feature come out for him in Thrive Global. He's been in, uh, I believe, Business Insider, um, Hollywood or... Yeah, like so many di- so many different things. I can't even keep track. There's which like- builds
0: up his credibility, which adds to his story. Yes, But the focus is. I've lived it. I've walked it. And you could do it on your own, but you might screw up. Let me be your guide to help you make that dream come true.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of the times too, we help clients simplify things. So um, we've got somebody in our um, PR Accelerator program. So I have a, a group mastermind for entrepreneurs who want to get more visibility and. And we've got somebody who, you know, substantial background in fitness, and she is really, really incredible at helping people heal pain. So chronic pain, pain in the Mm -hmm. body. And so much of the time when we feel pain in our body, it's the result of some sort of Um, Non-physical thing. Yes, we have pain for physical reasons as well, but a lot of the time, when you get like
0: emotional or mental.
1: Yeah, it's it's the root cause of physical pain is often emotional and mental, and this is coming from like I've been a lifelong athlete trainer. Like you know, I I agree, and and there's so many layers to that, and it can get really complicated and confusing when you're talking about like the planets and energy and like chakras and stuff like that. So for one of our clients, you know, she's an expert in all this and she can go down all the rabbit holes about healing the body and energy and things like that. And it was really important for us working with her to be like, okay, this is fascinating. You're going to overwhelm so many people when you share it like this. So how do we boil this down so that it's simple and it makes sense for anybody. And that when they say, Oh my gosh, tell me more then you can give them more of those nuggets and go mm-hmm. go a little bit. So deeper. what
0: was the simplification?
1: Um, she has such a cool analogy. And it, and it wasn't, I'm not taking credit for this at all, but she, because she did it. And I said, no, you have to keep repeating that. Repeat that. Always bring it back to this, because this makes so much sense. It's the idea that if you have a styrofoam cup, for example, and that mm-hmm. cup is like you or whatnot, yes. if you poke a hole in that cup, it's going to continuously leak out. Yeah, leak. I've got yes. my my latte right here. Um, It's going to continuously leak out whatever is in that cup. So if you have trauma in your body and you don't deal with the trauma, like that past pain or whatever it was, if you don't Mm -hmm. heal that trauma, it's like you're living with a hole. You know, it's like you're that cup cup, that's continuously leaking out Mm -hmm. and not able to heal fully. So that example boils it down so simply, right? We, we are not going to just like keep pouring into this cup with a hole in it. We got to fix the reason why that hole got there in the first place.
0: Would be hilarious is if she's doing like a show and tell. She's got the styrofoam cup. It's got water. She gets a pencil and she pokes a hole in it. And as she's telling the story about this, she gets some gum and sticks it at <laughs> the bottom. That's what I do. <laughs> no, be good. Yeah, she's like, I give you minty we'll do, fresh breath.
1: <laughs> exactly. You know, we'll do some physical stuff, some emotional stuff, some like, you know, <laughs> mental stuff, and there we go. There's that. <laughs> we patched that hole up. <laughs> so let me ask
0: you is print media still relevant?
1: Yes. And with print media. So. Different forms of PR. So there's so many different ways that you can get visibility, right? Um, You know, whether that's a podcast interview, having an influencer share about your product, um, getting in an online publication, print publication, being a speaker at an event, so many different channels that you can go down. Um, And print media, it's, you know, we've seen a decline in print over the years. Absolutely. And it's not dead, by any means. And when it comes to print, print is much more about authority and um, and and reputation building. It's much more of a vanity PR goal, which doesn't mean that it's bad. You know, so many people are like, you know what, I just want to be on the cover of a magazine or in a magazine because like, that would just be so cool. And that's fine. But you need to know like what your goal is. And if that PR opportunity is going to help support that. And so print is going to be much more of that like reputation kind of impressive wow factor, which does help, right? It does help to grow your authority and credibility and everything like that. You know, if someone goes to your website and it says like as seen in, you know, Forbes and Forbes obviously has an online version as well, but like that, that carries some weight with it. And with print though, people need to know like, print opportunities are going to be few and far between. They take a lot more time to get. So um, yeah, but definitely not. not Let's go back to
0: Forbes for a moment. So we go to Forbes and uh, we want to go on the digital online. Mm -hmm. How do we make the pitch? Who do we make the pitch to?
1: Yeah. So our pitch process typically looks pretty consistent. Um, You know, I've got a team of, of, Rock stars that support our our clients and and have relationships with journalists and editors all over the place. Um, but typically, we craft an email pitch, and we usually use what what we call a pitch page or a one sheeter. We'll often attach that; it's a one page PDF that kind of you know shows conversation topics um, about you, like where you've been featured before, contact information, that kind of stuff. And we'll send that email pitch and if we don't know the person, we may send a follow up via DM or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's usually always an email pitch, and then maybe follow up two or three times in the course of like two or three weeks.
0: Mm -hmm. And,
1: and so that's kind of the the pitching process. A lot of the times we have relationships with publications, and they'll reach out and ask like, Hey, do you have somebody for this? Or here's what I need? Or they'll post, um, you know, a, a call for for experts and stuff like that. But When it comes to figuring out who to pitch, what, you know, if we're looking at Forbes, for example, and you, you know, you, I would go to Forbes website, find articles that are similar to the niche that you're in, Mm -hmm. you know, similar to your industry. If you're like, oh my gosh, like this part, this article is like, I want to be, have an article like this written about me, something like that. And then see who wrote it. And there you go. Right. And so that's how so you very would, organic,
0: very common sense, very that's organic brilliant.
1: and common sense. Yeah. So you go and like, find find the articles and that are relevant to what you do and make a list of the, the journalists who are writing those you can also reach out to editors. You know, if you're um, a travel expert, then you might want to look at the travel editor. If you're a, a business coach, probably going to look at the business, um, editor, that's that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. just going to the source and looking at who's writing and then going and connecting with them.
0: The traditional press release is written. Is the newer version of that just a one sheeter Is that the new press release?
1: Yeah. You know, we rarely do press releases, um, mm-hmm. in, on our team and with, with our clients. Um, and, and that's not to say like they don't still happen. Like I still get press releases sent to me all the, all the time. Um, but we don't really do it that way. We're going to pitch specific angles to specific reporters and that sort of thing, rather than sending like a massive blast press release out. Um, and so I wouldn't say like press releases are, are dead. We just aren't using them as much. So then the new press release, if you will, and it, it's, it's different, but that pitch page it really is your snapshot of like who you are, what you've accomplished, what can you speak about, what kind of you know topics are you an expert in, um, and so that's that's really what we we tend to use because it it covers a bit more than a press release would. A press mm-hmm. release is typically going to go deep on one one thing. How
0: important is video in this process?
1: Yeah. Video is super, super important. So, I mean, some of the things in video that we do with our clients is, you know, helping them do Instagram live collaborations, for example, mm-hmm. like, you know, teaming up with another influencer or leader or somebody who has a following and credibility so that they can have a conversation and get exposed to each other's audiences, that sort of thing. Um, Did you say expose and-
0: each other? <laughs> yes. Oh my
1: God. What kind Not exactly. Of I said- <laughs>
0: Yes, I heard. i was just being silly. I
1: love it. Um, And hey, keeping it fun. You know, we, we joke a lot over here. It's got to be fun. Um, But yeah, so video is such an important tool. And especially these days, I mean, when we're so many of us are just home on our computers, on our phones. And so being able to, quote unquote, connect with somebody through video mm-hmm. is really, really powerful. And it just warms you know, it up. And, Oh, absolutely. It warms it up. And you feel like you're actually having a conversation and connecting with them and in the same room. So I think just for period, for like 2020, video is important. But as a sales tool and a marketing tool and for PR, you know, people want to buy from people that they know, like, and trust. And video is a great way to increase that know, like, and trust factor because somebody can see you and hear you and so it brings that connection that much closer whereas with a podcast podcasts are really really powerful as mm-hmm. well because people can hear you speaking so they can hear you know your tone how you how you talk like how you laugh all that kind of stuff and it it bonds you closer you know even if you've never met the person and so having video that takes that just to the next level and so more video honestly the better
0: Brilliant. So let's talk about influencers. Yeah. Influencers on Instagram and for example, so let's say you had someone that was a woman that does healing and pain. How would you get her to approach a influencer? Does that like uh, can I be on your show? What does that look like?
1: Yeah. So if she were to approach an influencer and like she has been, cause that's, that's part of our, pro, pro, blah, 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 excuse me. That's process. Part of our, our I'm process here to help her out by our, the way, folks.
0: No, thank you. <laughs> hey, you know
1: what? Leave, leave it in. Um, things happen. Um, that's part of our process and in our program is teaching everyone in the group program, how to, you know, pitch themselves to influencers, how to do collaborations and stuff. And so for her, you know, she touches on, Health and wellness stuff, um, spirituality, even think astrology and everything like that. So she could go in so many different directions, you know. Fitness, healing, spirituality, astrology—like you know, all. So how that, do you
0: find those, those people, people, and how do you do the pitch to get them to play with you?
1: Right. So it would be, you know, you want to look at the kind of content that they share. You want to mm-hmm. get an understanding of what their audience is like, because when you're looking for PR opportunities for yourself, you want to put yourself in, in front of audiences that have more of your ideal clients, right? More of your ideal customers. Mm -hmm. And so you go and find outlets where those people are hanging out. And so she would look at, okay, does this influencer, does their, like the message that they're sharing, is that aligned with? So let's take a step back.
0: So let's say she decided she was looking for people that are focused on healthier living. So what would she do a search on healthier living to find people with large followings? Like what's that step look like?
1: Yeah. So you can look at hashtags on Instagram. Um, Mm -hmm. You can, I mean, Google like influencers who talk about healthy living, lifestyle, that kind of thing. Good old Google.
0: That could catch on, you know?
1: Yeah. Right. Um, And another thing too, that's really effective is polling your own audience. So Mm -hmm. like on Instagram, you can add polls in Instagram stories, or you can ask a question in a post or on a live or something, but asking them like, Hey, I'm looking to connect with people in health and wellness. I'm looking to connect with people in spirituality, whatever that is. Like, who do you guys love to follow? Or who do you guys love to, like, what are some influencers or leaders you guys love? Because one, I mean, that's helpful and like does some of the work for her, but it's her audience. So she's relevant. Yeah. Yeah, So she knows that they love her stuff. So if her audience and her potential clients, like that are already in her community, are like, ooh, look at this person, there's a chance that there's more people like that following that person, right?
0: Brilliant. So what is the pitch like? So you reach out to that person and say, hi, I do healing, da-da-da-da, let us play. Like, what does that pitch look like once you find the right person?
1: Yeah, once you find the right person, I mean, the, the best way to really, like, get media coverage and stuff like that is to build an organic relationship, you know? Um, and so- Starting and, and something we do in my program when we're teaching entrepreneurs how to do this is encouraging them to identify outlets that they outlets, publications, influencers that they want to collaborate with and mm-hmm. to start building that relationship early on, even before you pitch. So engaging with their content, DMing them and saying that you really love this article that they did or this podcast episode they did. Um, but, it, but we also do a lot of cold pitching. So, you know, you may have never reached out to them before and you want to just go for the pitch. And so typically if you, if you have their email address, it's going to be an email pitch and we'll start with the, I have a, you know, whole formula and everything like that, but you start with just a general greeting, you know, you want to personalize it and stuff like that. And yeah, (laughs) gosh, seriously, if, (laughs) if you send a pitch and you don't have their, their name, like it gets deleted pretty much automatically. Yeah, so it's not hard to find somebody's name. So find their name, spell it correctly. Um, You know, authentic, genuine greeting. Um, You know, if it's the holidays, you can say, hope you have a nice holiday weekend. Like even just something like that, that kind of warms it up. And then you would introduce yourself briefly um, and share a little bit about what you do. And then you get right into pitching yourself. And the pitch is kind of a two-parter. So you want to make it very clear that you've done your research about who they are. Right. And so you could say something like, like for this person that we're talking about, for example, she could say, I'm sure you, you know, based on what you wrote in XYZ article, I know that you see many people are dealing with chronic pain these days because we're Mm -hmm. sitting on our computers a lot and we're not going outside as much, whatever the case. Right. So you know, based on your previous article, she's showing like, I've done my research about what you cover. And, and so that's always good, you always want to connect to what they've done before, right. And then you go in and you tell a little bit about what you do your expertise, and then you want to make it very, very clear how a conversation together or an interview or whatever it is, is going to add massive value for them and their audience. So based Brilliant. on what you said in your last article about da, 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 I think you would agree that XYZ, I would love to support you in continuing to share this message. I, you know, by having a conversation around da, 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 I think your audience would find X, Y, Z really valuable because blah, 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 blah. Let me know if that would be supportive. Would love to connect further. Thank you very much. So you want to keep it short and sweet as well, like no more than 10 sentences for a pitch.
0: Lauren, before I tell you what you did awesome today,
1: uh, <laughs> thank you. tell
0: everyone how they can connect with you on the PC accelerator program. What is it and how do they sign up?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I have the PR accelerator program, which is a four month Hybrid program. It's part mastermind, part coaching and training, and part PR agency. And I created it for entrepreneurs who are scaling their business. Like you, you know what you do, you know who you're here to help, and you want more visibility and more authority so that you can scale your business and make an even bigger impact. Um, the next round starts on January fourth. We run it about three or four times a year. And yeah, and if people want to learn more about that, you can um, go to my website, laurensalon.com, or and yeah, go ahead.
0: And we're going to put the links at the bottom of the show notes. So Perfect. tell them anyway, but they're going to be there. All you need to do is click, dear listener.
1: Yeah, exactly. Or um, you can also connect with me on Instagram. It's just Lauren Salon. Yeah, I'm super active Brilliant. on Instagram and tons of info on the program there as well.
0: Lauren, before we part, what I really enjoyed, and I was taking a lot of notes during this conversation, is that the voodoo that you do is all common sense. It's all (laughs) being relevant to the people you're reaching out to, and just a simple, elegant way, no magic tricks, and it's just being authentic and being of service, which is totally brilliant. Thank you so much
1: for being on the show. Thank you so much. I appreciate that.
0: If you enjoyed this episode, please go to iTunes and leave a five-star rating.